God wants to bring these people into the kingdom of God. And we're not better than them. We just know that we cannot do ourselves. Because the gospel is offensive in a big way because the gospel tells you you cannot save yourself. Gospel says you cannot, I, you cannot do it on your own. It's offensive. I like to be known as somebody who can get stuff right. But you cannot save yourself. That's why the gospel is offensive. Okay, so, so I'm saying, and I think that this is what the Lord's revealing, is that the nations are raging. Even in our political system, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. The top three parties in South Africa, they are, not, they are for abortions. Top three political parties in South Africa, they are for abortions. They are killing babies. They, their policies kills babies. I'm not saying all of them, that voted, people that voted for them, you are wrong. I'm just saying this is what's happening. And there's a stand that we can make, like Israel for love, just to stand for the truth, but it should be the truth in love. We all know those people. I'm just a straightforward guy. I'm going to tell you the truth. And nobody likes them because it's never in love. Okay, so let's go to Acts 4, 23 to 31. And let's see how the early church applied the scripture. So Acts 4.23, so the context here is Peter and John, they just walked past the layman, got hold of him, said, silver and gold we don't have, but in the name of Jesus, walk. And because of that, there was a riot, they got into trouble, and now they're coming back to their friends and they're telling them what's happening. Hey guys, we get persecuted for, for doing good, for loving Jesus. And on their release, Peter and John went back to their own people, their own people, this is your own people, by the way. Come back. Tell us the stories. We want to hear what God's doing in your life. And reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant David, our servant, our father David. And then they're quoting from Psalm 2, why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in the city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and your will had decided beforehand should ha happen. Now, Lord, so this is the two verses we're going to focus on. Three. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. So I was a, I did some wrestling when I was in primary school. I'm, I was the under 37 kg, under 11 champ. Yes. Can show you a few moves. But what they taught us, you would always use the other person's momentum. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to push this person that you're fighting with so that he pushes back. And when he pushes back, you throw him. You get him to the ground. 
And this is what were they actually doing. They're just pulling a wrestling move on the devil. They're saying, why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? They say, hey, this is, they're pushing back. We are moving forward. We are advancing God's kingdom. We are seeing these glorious miracles. Jesus is amazing. We love him. But the people don't like it. They don't like it. And what are we going to do? We're going to use this momentum, the negative momentum, and we're going to throw it back to God. We're going to say, God, verse 29, Now, Lord, consider their threats. Consider them pushing back. And enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness, even though they are against us, even though they want to throw us into prison, even though your friends at school tell you, hey, yes, what are you doing in church on a Sunday? Hey, are you really not going to take this drink? Or are you really not into girls like this? Are you really not going to watch this pornographic movie? Are you really not going to, you're really going to stand up for abortion? You're really, you're really going to expose this corruption? Are you really going to stand up for the truth? Are you really, even though everybody comes against you, you say, hey God, this is just momentum for heaven. And then verse 30, they're, they're getting bold here. They're like, wow, there's chaos in the world. We are being persecuted. They don't like us. So we're just going to ask for even bigger stuff. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And then, like always, God comes and he honors us. And he's saying, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God boldly. There's a lady, Maggie Kuhn, she said the following, Speak the truth even when your voice shakes. So, what I'm sensing is that God's saying, we cannot be quiet anymore. We need to start speaking up. We need to get ourselves into places of authority. We need to engage, whether it's the municipality, whether it's the hospitals, whether it's the, the lady considering abortion, whether it's your friends having sex. Because by the way, if you're going to have sex, you're going to make babies. And if you don't want that baby, what are you going to consider? Unfortunately, that happens. There are people in our, in our church that went through abortions. God loves them. And God blessed them and God forgave them. And they are amazing testimony. But are we going to stand up for the truth? Are we going to be bold in this year? And in South Africa, it's, it's actually, it's, it's game on. We have a, a righteous judge, Mungueng Mungueng. So when he opened the parliament, he said, okay, I'm going to pray. And he kneeled down at his chair and he prayed. Amazing. So there's the highest authority in terms of law saying, hey, I acknowledge the judge of all judges. I acknowledge the one who stands for, for life. So it's, it's open game. So on the one hand, I want us to stand up for truth. Ask God where you should stand up for truth. Could be in class, could be amongst your friends, could be with your parents. Every now and then I get friends that come to me and it could be something like this. Say, so, hey, Amor, we're around the table and, and 
Somebody made a racist remark and I just stood up and I said, hey, I'm not going to take this because God is not into this. If you call yourself a Christian, you need to love all people. That's, that's standing up for the truth. If, if, if somebody is gossiping about somebody else, you just walk in there, you say, hey, sorry guys, um, I don't think we should talk about this. And if they continue, just walk out. That's standing up, that's standing up for the truth. If, if, if somebody is, is considering and, and persisting in sin to really pray about it and maybe fast about it, and you go to him and you say, you know what? You are going to destroy yourself in hell. Out of love, people will take that. I've done this. There's recently, and it was so amazing, we, we prayed a few weeks ago, we prayed for people to get saved, to be, get back to God. So in that week, one of the guys that we prayed for phoned me and said, hey, I don't know why I'm thinking of you, but I want to, I want to phone you. Two weeks after that, the guy who, who I took on about something that he was persisting on, who he didn't, want to, he didn't want to WhatsApp me, he didn't want to speak to me, he blocked me on, on the social media platforms and stuff, he then re-invited me and started talking to me about... But, people that we were, were listening to when we were doing life together and discipling. I'm like, yes, this, there's so much power in this. So that's, that's on the one hand. But on the other hand, what I'm sensing God saying, and that's where the word for the hotspots of George Porch battle, <laughs> where that we need, it says souls, people getting saved. I have such a heart for people who get saved these days. I was on the airplane, I'm thinking, how many of these people know Jesus? I was sitting next to a British couple, yeah, at George, and they live here in Nisland. I'm like, we just, I'm just fishing around because I'm just asking questions. They ask me, and then I'm like, hey, I'm a pastor, and we're going to Sri Lanka next week, blah, blah, blah. And then they ask me, so you believe in Jesus? I'm like, yes, I believe in Jesus. I ask them, hey, so what do you believe in? So this guy's agnostic, and his wife is a Hindu, British people. And he tells me a story of, yeah, I've just, I've considered world history, and I saw that all the wars started because of religion. I'm like, that is nonsense. That's not true. What about communist China? What about what happened in Soviet, the Soviet Union? What about abortion? I didn't tell him that, but I said the communist China part. I'm like, Jesus, we need these people to get saved. I don't know if, have you ever, like, I have two minutes there with him. I'm like, Who's, who else is going to follow up here? Holy Spirit, you need to follow up here. And then we had to go. So I'm going to show you a video. It's very emotional. But sometimes it is good to just get emotional about what Jesus did for us and what Welkom Arnu. Arnu het jy de snor, so jy mag jy heil nie hou. So, I looked at this video, like, our pastor in Salamash, he used it once, and I remember it really touched me, but now I have kids, and it's going to be even, you can just hang on. Pause, pause. Okay, so, what I want you to get is, is this is, a, this is what Jesus did for us. And I want you 
to understand that there are people waiting for you to speak the truth about the good news to, to them. Okay, so it's all about, hey God, we need to speak the truth. We need to stand up for what is right. But also, we need the gospel to penetrate into people's hearts. Okay, you can play the movie. So that's a, that's a picture of what Jesus did for us. There's so many of our friends, they don't even know what Jesus did for, for them. Ben, you can come up. And we are the people that can reveal to them the love that God has for them. There's, there's, such, a, there's such an urgency in my spirit to tell you that the time is short for the people that you know that don't know Jesus. Yes, we need, to, we need to stand up for what's right, but also we need to be bold in our pursuit to see people coming into the kingdom of God. So the last verse that I want to read to you is verse four, chapter 4.31. It says, After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God. Of God boldly. So there's a boldness that comes unto us when we ask for the Holy Spirit to fill us. So we can speak the truth, we can stand up for what's right, you can confront, but also we want to confront the people with the good news of the gospel. Are all of you keen for that? Okay, let's let's stand. Okay, so while, while every eye is closed, let's close your eyes. Lord, this is a holy moment, Lord, and I ask that you bring conviction to the people that don't know you. It was never your plan to send them to hell. It was never your plan to bring destruction into their life. It was never your plan for them to suffer disappointment, to suffer hurt, to suffer pain. Lord, and I ask your Holy Spirit, to bring conviction right now. If, you, if you're that person and, and you know today that you need to come back to Jesus or you need to make Jesus your Savior for the very first time, then I want you to raise your hand very high to say that's me. There's a, there's a guy here you've committed an awful act you're just so convicted while you're standing here and you feel like you first need to sort out something before you can come to Jesus you don't feel you're worthy enough and you're actually planning in your head you're going to sort this out during the week and then maybe you'll come back if that is you there's, I want you to raise your hand and say hey I want to come back to Jesus right now
open your eyes. Kyle, I'm going to call you forward. Okay, God loves Kyle. Okay, we're going we're gonna to all pray for you. You, can, you don't have to face them. You can face me. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to all pray with Kyle because he, this is the moment that God has been waiting for. God has always just been following him with his love. So God, I just want you to pray after me. If all of you can pray this prayer with, and if you're standing there and you know that you need to be up front, just pray it out loud. Just say, God, God, I come to you today. I know that I'm sinful. I know that I've done wrong. But I'm coming back to the Father's house. I want to receive Jesus. I'm asking Jesus to forgive me of my sins and to reconcile me to a loving Father. From today on, I'm a son of God. I am holy. I'm pure. I'm undefiled because Jesus lives in me. Holy Spirit, I ask that you come and flood my heart with your presence, with your power, and with truth. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Let's give him a hand.